Welcome to Berenson Bond, episode 13, with your hosts, Corey and Diego Berenson. Hello, Diego. Hi. How you doing? Good. I got a note right here. Talk to me about basketball season. How's the season going? Um, what happened yesterday? Oh, uh, we lost by about a couple points, um, but a couple, well, not that many fouls, um... It was pretty good, but this Saturday, the coming Saturday, the next Saturday is our last game. So if we lose that one, we've never won a game. Oh my gosh! Did you say say that again? If we lose the last game, we never won a game. You never won a game, Ever. but that's okay. You guys have been playing hard, though. You've been playing really hard, and you are kind of the self-appointed point guard. Because do you know what that is? Yeah. Who's who's the point guard? Me. And why are you the point guard? Uh, I don't know. Because usually the point guard is the one who dribbles the ball down court to the other side. And if you guys knew plays as you were dribbling down to go to your goal, you would say like, you'd hold up your fingers like number one or number two, and then it would be a play for all the other players to do. So as you get older and play basketball... If you're the point guard, you dribble down. You say, okay, we're going to run play number one. You block him. You block him. By then you're telling them. Yeah, but it's a play. So talk. what is it like playing basketball with all of your classmates from school on the same team? Except for one. Except for one? Oh, okay. Well, what's that like to have so many friends from school playing on the same team? Mm, pretty good. Or put that a tiny bit closer to you. What's it like? It's... Kind of like, I feel like maybe I can juke them well, but yeah. Do you like basketball? Yeah. Not more than football. <laughs> Not more than football? <laughs> you still love, like football. You love flag football. Do you love being quarterback or receiver? Quarterback. That's... That's good. But this season, see, even though you've lost every game, you guys have been trying really hard. And I can tell all the players have gotten better since the first game. Because the first game, you're kind of getting used to each other, seeing how each other plays. And then every game, everybody's been getting a little bit better. And that's the point. Play, have fun, get better every time. And how many baskets did you get the last game? That wasn't the last game. How many points did you get the last game yesterday? About 14. You got 14? Our height. Or, no. Like, the team got 14 points, um, but our highest point rank was 20, 20 to 48. 20 to 48? And you got two baskets? Uh, yeah. But the, that, the 20 to 48 was our highest score, but that wasn't. But yesterday. So 20 was the highest amount of points you guys made. That's good. So I'm glad you're doing that. Then two weekends ago, the weekend before Rob was here, you did you tried out fencing because your mom did fencing in college mm-hmm. and she wanted you to check it out and see what it was like. So we went up to the American or the Texas Fencing Academy up north. And you put on, tell me about putting on all the equipment. Oh, it felt kind of (laughs) weird. Tell me about the vest. 
Oh, the vest, it's just like, kind of like what girls wear, like, where they have, like, a tiny strip string to hold their shirt, Mm -hmm. but then there's, like, a giant piece on the other side. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that. So the armor felt totally really weird. The Um, The body, did it feel heavy? No. Did it feel hard like metal, or what did it feel like? Felt like I had so much clothes on. Like, <laughs> I don't really know. I can't. And then do you remember the wire? The machine. Remember, they put a wire through your, through the armor, all the way through your arm, down to your hand, and then it connected to the sword, plugged in. And then the, and the very tip of the sword was a little thing that, Press down. Like rubber thing. Little rubber thing. And when it connected, when it pushed down, it closed the circuit. And then th- through your back was a wire that was connected all the way to the wall, right? Yeah, they, they clipped on the little wire. That was So the wire was plugged into no, the sword. No, there's a machine. Yeah. That, like, you can go back and forth. So when you get close to the wall, it kind of pulls it back. And when you pull away. No, when you pull away, it's kind of hard. Did you, but did, when you, you could roll feel the back, wire? it's like light easy so you kind of i can do this (laughs) and then when you hit the other person with your sword and it pushes the little button down on the tip then the light goes off and it says who won right who got who first and it was called epe fencing e-p-e-e epe and mom your mom did saber which is the other type of saber 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 I've been saying savor, not savor. No, savor is when you savor the taste of food. Like, ah, so delicious. Did you savor the taste? It's short for light savor. Just take away the light savor. But savor, S-A-B-E-R, savor. I'm not saying savor. The last time I said that was savor. But the type of fencing you did was epe, E-P-E-E. And you had, tell me about the helmet. What did a helmet feel like? Oh, it's kind of like, well, um, it's like, um, lead kind of. Lead? Well, no, I forgot the name of it. It's like what we used for my helmet. Hmm, I don't know. I mean, I could see through. Oh, like your DJ Marshmallow helmet? That's what it looked like when you were looking through it? Yeah, a little bit. And, um, it's kind of like that. So it's hard to see or easy oh, to see? It's kind of easy, hard, medium, kind of. Um, the mask is kind of, it's like, it. it's like a hat where like you, it covers this part, but you can see the back of your hair, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Barely. I, I think it covers your whole head and then the screen on your face covers oh. the whole face. Oh. And well, tell me about it. You liked it? Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Something you would do again? Or was it just fun to try one time? Um, it was kind of fun to try one time. That's cool. Next order of business. We used to have Taco Tuesdays, which means on Tuesdays we eat tacos. Oh, sorry. Okay. But Diego and Sofia got tired of tacos and they wanted to change it to Tostada no, Tuesday. Didn't. Mom thought I... What? I thought you wanted Tostada Tuesday. No, mom mom brought that up. Oh, well, let me 
So in the background today, we have a visitor, our neighbor, Mr. Declan, Diego's neighbor. Declan, would you like to say hello? Hello. How old are you? Eight. Eight years old. Where do you go to school? Eden Park Academy. Eden Park Academy. Do you like it? Yeah. How many teachers do you have? He's counting. It must be at more than 10. I have three teachers, science, reading, math, and then I have three um, special teachers, and it's PE, Spanish, and the music. And the music, I'm playing the recorder. You're playing the recorder. Put, put your face right at that word blue. There you go. And I'm playing. I'm I'm playing the recorder and music, and we're playing um. Birdie and um PE. Bird, you're playing Birdie. Mm-hmm. In PE. Yeah. What's Birdie? Well, it's it's like kind of like tennis. Well, it's basically tennis, but we do it with a birdie. And oh, you know. the little birdie where it's kind of I call it badminton. Oh. Is it called Birdie? No. It's got that little rubber thing with the little yeah and deal behind like, it. Has like the feathers. And you get to smack it, and it flies over the little yeah net. And in Spanish, we mostly just draw and stuff and learn Spanish. What's stuff. your favorite Spanish word? I'll uh, tell you mine. Uh huh. Taco. Say it with me. Taco. Taco. It reminds me of a warm, soft hug from a, a comfy winter sweater. Taco. That's because we live in Austin where we eat tacos all the time. We put everything in a taco. Okay, go ahead. What else? What's your favorite Spanish word? I, I don't know. You don't know? No. How about no? That's Spanish. But you have to say no. No. Okay, P.E., you do birdie. Spanish, you just draw in color and say, no. Declan, would you like to say something in Spanish? ¿Quieres hablar en español? No. No. Okay. Well, welcome. If you want something else to say, or if you have a thought, just tap Diego on the shoulder and he'll pass the microphone, okay? Okay. All right, Diego. So back to Tostada Tuesdays. Diego... You tell me if I'm wrong. You did not want a tortilla so bad the other day. You looked at my lettuce wraps and said, I will eat a lettuce wrap because I don't want a tortilla. <laughs> and I said, okay. My lettuce wrap is collard greens, which has a, it's a, I think it's delicious. It's a very strong taste. Oh my gosh. But Diego made his burrito out of a collard green. He did a lettuce a leaf wrap burrito with bean and cheese and you ate the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of you because I said, hey, if you don't like it, that's okay. But I'm proud you tried it. And you ate Two a whole... Co- you later. You ate the whole... Delicious. So guess what? You just ate the collard green leaf, which was humongous. So? It's just humongous. And how did it taste? Tell me about this collard green. It kind of strong. Like, if you make a burrito, you can see that uh, tortilla with no 
food on it. Yeah. And if you eat that part on the leaf, it tastes kind of strong. Because if you eat the whole thing by itself, it's strong. Mm-hmm. But at the back of the burrito, where all the bean and cheese were, it tasted kind of regular, kind of. But with the crunchy leaf taste, kind of. Would you do it again? Yeah. You want to try a different leaf or the same leaf? Uh, same leaf. Makes me so happy. You're expanding your palate. So, second thing about food, we ordered a new strawberry shake from, from Jocko. It's called Mulk, the strawberry shake, because most protein or health shakes are always chocolate or vanilla. Those are the two flavors of everything ever. And that's fine. You know why? Because I love chocolate. But Diego, for some crazy reason, says, meh, I don't need chocolate. I need swirl. He needs swirl. So I said, how about we try strawberry? Because it's it's a protein shake with all the amino acids you need. It's from Jocko's podcast. His warrior kid. It's for kids. The only thing... He writes books yeah. also, which I gave one to... Oh, tell, oh, yeah. Tell me about the books, and then you yeah, gave so one... so the first one, I read the whole entire thing, then I'm like... What was the name Declan, of it? are you... It's called... Um, Declan, do you remember the name of it? Um, I gave you a hint. It's called The Warrior... The Warrior Kid? Yeah, put that thing in front of you. Don't smack your face with it. <laughs> yeah, it's called The Warrior Kid. Warrior Kid. By Jocko Willink. Yeah, and the second book, and so, you get so. Uh, so tell me about that one, book. It it's basically uh, about Mark, and hmm. then in the summer his uncle comes. His uncle who? who? A, his uncle Jake. <laughs> huh? Jake. Oh yeah, Jake. Um, which that's Jocko, but he makes up the character. <gasps> that's not true. <laughs> no. It, a lot of people think it is. It's a Navy SEAL, but it's not supposed to be him. No. But a lot of kids think make, it is. Because you make up your own characters in books. Yeah. Also, so, so that's what happens? his uncle, uh-huh. who's a Navy SEAL, who stays with him in the summer. So he teaches him to like do a lot of stuff, to exercise. Um, and then, yeah, he teaches him how to swim because he used to be afraid of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I gave that one to Declan, which I think he finished it, right? No. Not yet. What? You didn't read that book yet? Me. Guess what? You've just been assigned new homework. Read that book. You'll like it. Well, I'm still reading. I'm still reading a series of books. What series? Um, George Brown, the Classic Clown. And wait, um, wait, George Brown, the Classic Clown? Yeah, George Brown, the class clown. Okay. And I'm on. Well, wait, no, that was the first one. But I'm on the eight, the seventh book, and there's only eight books, so I'm almost done with the whole um series. Well, that's cool. Of books. And in school, sometimes this is a series I really, really, really like. It's called um. Go on. Uh, I need to remember the name. It's kind of hard to remember, but it's something like Ancient Fool. Ancient Fool? Yeah. 
and then okay or no artemis fowl so there's books and there's like maybe 13 12 of them and i've read one and a half so far and do they have a lot of pictures or is it chapter books with all words it's chapter books no pictures at all and cool. it's and each one has like 367 pages. Oh my gosh, that is awesome, man. I can't believe you read that much. That's cool. And you can only check them in three times, and you have to turn them back in on Thursday. And then you get to check them out again? Yeah. If you want? You can like keep checking them out until you're done with the book, because you have to get chapter books at my school when you're in third grade. And... Mm, like they can have one or two pictures in like each chapter and oh mine doesn't have any pictures at all me and my friend yeah he, he likes the series too and it's really cool nice well if you f- read books that you really really like you should tell diego so he knows that he should try and look for him in his library at his school Okay. And then after you finish your series of the clown, then go to back to the mar- to uh, Warrior Kid and tell me what you think. Because if you read books that have three hundred and sixty-seven pages, you can probably read that one pretty quick. I think it's only a hundred something pages. And I also have like a library in my room, so I mostly like read chapter books in there. I have. I'm working on this one called. Um, Ghostopoly, and it's where this kid gets sucked in, stuck in this planet, and um. Is it Earth? Because that's where we're stuck. We no, got it's sucked not into Earth. Planet it's like Earth. a different planet, and I'm also. But I finished it um yesterday, and now I'm reading this book called Newts. But it's the second one because I've already read the first one. And I'm looking forward for um, the new Dog Man, The Brawl of the Wild. Oh, Dog Man. Diego loves that series. Do you, wait, last, what, do you drink shakes at home? Like strawberry or vanilla or chocolate shakes? No, but um, I do like chocolate. You do like chocolate, and you do eat salads sometimes for school. I eat salads about one. I eat salads two times a week. Dude, that's really good. What do you put on your salad? Lettuce, carrots, artichokes. I just put lettuce, um, cucumbers, and ranch. Ooh, all right. Diego, the other Uh, day. So, and then I was gonna. So the other smoothie that Diego drinks is called the Hulk. And it's called the Hulk. Because it's green. Yeah, because it's green. And it makes you super strong and ripped. And Your muscles you explode. Probably, you probably already know since, I, as I said, we call it Hulk because it's green. You might think, well, obviously it has lettuce. You are correct. If you didn't think that, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what, um, tell me, do you remember what's in the Hulk shake? Uh, in the Hulk shake, it's lettuce. Step one, lettuce. Which I just said. Which peanut is, butter. It, wait, wait, which type of lettuce is usually curly kale and spinach? Yeah, curly kale, spinach, peanut butter, uh, banana, milk, and I feel like there's one more. Is that it? 
The vanilla. Oh yeah, vanilla. Vega protein powder, cause it's from pea protein. Oh. Not pea. <laughs> it's from pea protein, cause that would be gross. That doesn't make sense. Little peas that are in a pod. Oh, peas! I thought you meant pea protein. I'm like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, cause peas have tons of protein. That's where the protein comes from in that shape. Now I get that. Now you get it. Next thing, what I have on here? Oh, we've lately you've uh, been totally into yes. paper airplanes. Um, so I'm not like, uh, so there. This is all because of me. How I learned that there are tons of other paper airplanes you could build rather than just one original one that doesn't f- that only flies about a. F- or yard or something. Yeah, I made terrible planes. Um, but now since I asked that, um, we looked onto the internet with me and you, mm-hmm. and then now we found out this guy named John Collins, who makes world record, who folds and makes world record without looking at anyone else's videos, books, anything. You just randomly comes up with I have no idea how um he makes folds and uh flies world record paper airplanes put a tiny bit closer um, there you go uh yeah so we've been making a couple and um me and Dylan like back then back then we thought yeah me and Dylan that's fine. That's fine. Oh, it's our neighbor on the... Well, not our neighbor. He's on the other side of the street, and he's our friend. He comes over sometimes. And um, so me and him made paper planes, and, like, they were some world records. We made a world record for the forest one, like Diego. We made the world record for gliding, and we made the world record for fastest. And we've been building on since then, and we have about uh, over 23 planes. And we started this about like a month ago. Well, guess what? The ones Diego's talking about, the paper airplanes from John Collins, they're Wait, uh, we uh, they were in a warehouse and they did a comp paper airplane competition. So they have this competition somewhere. It doesn't say the world record for the farthest distance was thrown by a quarterback. Forgot the name. Forgot team. Um, it's he did not. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, that was the world record for farthest distance. Um, but. Yeah, I've, I have actually a couple in my room. If we had a video, I could show, but probably Yeah, not. just look up John Collins' world record holder no, just, paper airplane. No, just uh, type right? up John Collins' paper airplanes. Mm-hmm. If you click on that, go to videos, and then choose tons. We got really stuck on the boomerang plane. The boomerang one is so hard, I messed it up five times in a row. Same. Like the thing would get out of the pocket. We got to keep working on that one. Yeah, but because it's, it's a boomerang, so it's a really cool. It it actually works like a boomerang. You throw the you throw the airplane, it does a little loop and comes right back to you. If we could make it, but I can't make it. 
I gotta keep practicing on that one. And uh, last, so just before we started the podcast, I was showing Diego and Declan, me and our friends, an author, because we have several friends that are authors. I'm going to go over the other two books from our other friends later, but today, me and your mom have a friend named Abdul. Abdul Fatah is Smile. He lives in Brooklyn, New York, and he's a poet. And he wrote this book called Extended Syllables. And he just updated his website, extendedsyllables.com. And he's got lots of information there. And me and Diego ordered this book a long time ago when it came out in 2016. And I'm sure he's working on more. But I wanted to read a little quick fact to you about poetry. So it says, according to the Google that the oldest surviving fiction poem is The Tale of the Shipwrecked Sailor, which is dated around 2500 BCE. What BCE? They're guessing. Before Common Era. So they're what saying era? so. Uh, era. So this year's 2019. So 2019 plus 2500. What is that quick, Declan? 2,239. Wait. 2,500 plus 2,019. 4,000. 500. Wait, so it would be called 2,200. 4,519. There you go. Nailed it. Okay, so Abdul wrote this book, and so poetry has been around for that long. And poetry used to be more common. I think there was poetry was a, like even when I was in school, when I was in second grade, they taught us how to write haikus. They taught me what soliloquies, soliloquies, metaphors, all those things in school. Have you learned any of that yet? Have they taught you about poetry in school? Wait, poetry? Yeah, have they taught you about writing poems or reading poems? Um, writing. I, I think I thought you wrote a poem this year or last year. I think. De- Declan, have you guys written some poems? We've written poems, and I, I uh, read poems sometimes Yeah. in my class, and I read, like, this sidewalk ends, and... There's some funny poems, and I read his that author. And what and what do you what do you think about poetry or poems? Well, um, I like poems because sometimes they can get like real funny, and sometimes they can get like uh weird and stuff, but. My favorite part about poems is that uh, is that when you read a poem, it like rhymes and it it's like a short page of a book. That's right. It's kind of to me, it's thoughts. They don't have to be complete perfect sentences. They don't have to rhyme. It's just the way thoughts come in your mind. Sometimes we think different things back to back all together and they don't all make sense. But if you put them all together, 
you kind of get to see somebody's thought process and their consciousness and what you really you just it's almost like you're pouring it out on the page and then you organize it and it shows how much knowledge you have how much awareness you have what you're thinking about so one of my favorites in here uh, there he has a hundred and forty this is a book that's a hundred and seventy one pages long a lot of poems that means he was writing poetry for a long time and after he published his book then he goes and reads it to people and we watched on youtube where he has somebody playing the guitar quietly while he's reading some of his poems or in another one he was somebody was playing a cello and then the last one somebody was playing the bass the big big bass right and you were, and what were you asking me, Diego? Why does he have oh, music in the background? Why does he have music in the background? Because it sounds smooth and cool and relaxing. So I'm gonna read one I that I like. Through this, I can see your face through the snowball. All right. So while I read this, you guys think of something you want to say about what I'm reading. Okay. Here we go. This is from. Extended syllables. The name of this poem is called My Own Military. I learned how to be a distinguished academic and gentleman. You taught me to remain calm like the roots. You gave me dreams of globetrotting, papers to read, test tubes to mix, ions to merge. You helped me out of duty and obligation, but rarely desire. You were an addict for those that believe they are white. You went cold turkey for those who looked like you. You flashed for those who knew you from the old country. You were distant in spirit. You were laconic. At times, you would lose the calm, collect the rage, leaving us with a divorce bill. Payment still needs processing. I trimmed the shrubs and handled the dirty work, seen and unacknowledged. For you, it was tough but heartfelt. Hard work was a lifetime credit for pride. You tried to process the marriage card, but it has expired. No extension available. I learned how to stop worrying and love playing the beautiful game. In the backyard, on the astroturf, through the rain, cutting Hoosier prairies. Now you laugh at my romances. I smile that your battle with the Millers, light and regular, are over. You were the stealthiest, at times borrowing, begging, and stealing. But when you least expected, you arrived standing. We have not spoken in a while since you borrow, beg, and steal but time seals a crevice. You let us pray five times for five eternities. You do go walk in the tree to ask for my queen. I say one day you go meet him. I remember you visiting the Jersey Windsor with bags of candy, kinetic, dogmatic, elliptic. It's you that I mimic unconsciously. Things happened. Our treasury notes sunk to zero. Another DC agent whose late growth bled late efficiency, a boom in courage, busted the elephant ballooning the room. 
summer ice cream memories, Columbia road tag runs back and forth. Came forth and back in the chocolate suburbs, seven scoops in the cone, cool. We played sports, we would wrestle. You always hung out in your room or in the side den, weird but folksy, like a Land's End sweater. Pure with conviction, a loyal dude you are. You would always test me, really thinking that you could win. I'd get a busted lip. You would cry a busted yowl. Our broken nucleus broke your spirit, which you don't care to admit, using dirty wit as humor and pain. You broke academic tradition for endless fraternal exhibition. All things end though. I can't wait for your new beginning. My own military, expensive, enduring, versatile, many, proud. All right, what do you guys think about that? I have, I've heard some a poem like that. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was that exact poem, but um, I'm pretty sure in my class we have that book. And it's in the library because we have a poem spot. And I usually go to poems. Wait, you have a poem spot? Yes. In the library? Yeah. Cool. And sometimes we would grab poems. And then we would read poems for like 30 minutes. And I read a poem. I don't remember the name, but it was really funny. And... um. After that poem, I remembered that, um... What did you remember? Tell me! I'm waiting! I remember that, um, I had a poem. I read that exact poem way, like, maybe two years before that. Alright, but pause. What did you think about the poem I just read? Well, it was really good, and... I agree. I'm glad you liked it. What did you think? What's one thing that stood out in your mind? One thing that stood out was... I'll tell you what stood out to me. Or, Diego, you go first. What did you... First, what did you think about it? And then what stuck out in your mind when I was reading it? Well, it was actually pretty good, like Declan said. Um, it's kind of like how you made me feel, kind of. In what way? Like, um, you taught me this. You made me do this. Um, it felt really good, and... Something, and the thing that stood out was like, um, like when you taught me this, or when you did this, something like that. And what is this? Like when you taught me how to do... Some of the things in there, I forgot what you said, but, or how you did this, um, 
Yeah. Let's see. The things that stood out to me is... So, we have friends, you know? Like, you know, he's talking about when kids, their parents get divorced. He's also, you know, or also when you grow up, when you're real tight as friends, when you're young, and then you break apart and you go your own ways. Sometimes when you see each other a long time later, it's as if you're just like, yay, I'm so happy, big hugs, I'm gonna give you a big warm hug. Or sometimes people act a little a little bit mean, but but not upfront about it. They're taking little side jabs, which is where he said, you know, that our broken nucleus broke your spirit. It means when we stopped being friends and we went our own ways, it hurt your feelings. And he says, and you don't care to admit, it's better to say, hey, remember a long time ago, we kind of went our own ways, I, I hurt my feelings. I missed you, or I was mad at you. Just say it. And that's what he's saying about an elephant in the room. A boom in courage busted the elephant, ballooning the room. When people say, let's talk about the elephant in the room, do you want to know what that means? So when people say, the elephant in the room, imagine there was an elephant standing in this little room right now. A full-size elephant, right? African or Asian. Let's, which one's bigger, the African, African elephant? Okay, let's pretend that African elephant is in this tiny room. And you can't talk about it. Okay? Do you know how weird that would be? That if, would imagine, be cool. but imagine an elephant is in this room and you can't talk about it. That would be very distracting. I think it would be actually kind of cool. It would be cool. But it'd be weirder if you couldn't say anything about the elephant. Okay? So an African elephant would almost, we would have to squeeze in that tiny corner. So when people say, we need to talk about the elephant in the room, or the elephant in the room was this thing we're not oh, talking about. Boom. He's saying boom, yeah, because he's saying a boom in courage, which means for you to talk about the thing. So it's a metaphor. The elephant in the room, imagine the elephant you can't talk about. So let's just say, I really didn't like Declan's shirt. I think that shirt is, it's super bright neon yellow. It's not really, but let's just pretend. And he loves that shirt. He loves it, but it's super distracting. He's not supposed to wear it to school. The elephant would be his shirt. We would talk and act normal and talk about other stuff, but we would never talk about his crazy shirt. His shirt is the, quote, elephant in the room. It's the thing we can't talk about, right? So in order to talk about it, like say, hey, don't talk about the shirt. He'll go crazy. Declan will lose his mind and punch holes in the walls. He will kick everybody in the face. <laughs> don't talk about the shirt. You're afraid Declan will kick everybody in the face, right? So a boom in courage means somebody needs to be courageous enough to say, Declan, I need to talk to you about that crazy shirt. But I'm courageous because I'm afraid he's going to go kick everybody in the head. Right? And I say, Declan, you can't wear that crazy shirt. It's the rules. You're distracting everybody. And Declan will say, well, okay. We talk. So it took a boom in courage. 
for me to talk about the one thing that everybody was pretending to ignore. Does that make sense? So that would be the elephant. So the elephant in the room could be whatever the thing is that you don't want to talk about. And it's a huge part of the room. You can't be around in that room without seeing the elephant. Have I driven that point home? Do you get that now? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think you get it. Okay, so the other part is when it got back to here, you guys probably don't get this, but he says, I smiled at your battle with the Millers. Light and regular are over. That means he's happy that his friend is not drinking too much anymore. So he's happy his friend's healthier. He smiles. He's like, okay, you're awake. You can see me now. You're not in the fog. And he says, when you were the stealthiest, that means when somebody's being very nice and sweet and friendly to you, just because they want to borrow, beg, or steal things from you, that's not cool. That is not nice. Okay? So you want to surround yourself with friends that are nice to you because they're just nice to you, not because they're trying to get your toys or take your snacks. Like Lightning McQueen. Like Lightning McQueen, stealing toys. All right, okay, you ready for the next one? We'll do read one more. How about that? Come on. One more, one more. Are you ready? Declan, pull yourself together. Pay attention. Here we go. (laughs) This one I call, actually, I don't call it. This one is called, do you know what a Rubik's Cube is? Yes. Do you know what steroids are? No. No. No, nobody does. Just kidding. This is called a Rubik's Cube on steroids. Steroids is an anabolic steroid. It makes your muscles expand and recover faster. And a Rubik's Cube is something very complicated to figure out. So imagine a Rubik's Cube is really hard You can almost never solve it unless you know what you're doing. On steroids, which means it's a Rubik's Cube with like, you'll never, ever solve. That's how I understand it anyways. Okay, so now, here we go. A Rubik's Cube on steroids. Yet again, I sit alone in the library. Yet again, I am losing the motivation. Yet again, my eyes stay open with fear. Once again, I am my own worst enemy. With no timing, with no grace, I have respect near and far, yet my psyche wrestles in the mud over the angles of life. It's chemistry. It's physics. It's biology. It's ecosystems. It's vagaries. I observe but rarely listen. I act at times without thought. I think at times without action. I contradict with power. Therefore, I am secretly lost in space rather than earth. I reach out, touching few. I take more while giving less. More and more, though, I am seeing the clues to the last pieces of the puzzle nestled under my nose, beyond my large, busy mouth. One day, It will all make sense. One time I will cross the finish line with a cube of Rubik, its bright colors set in my hand. 
Like it? Yeah. It's a cool one, right? Well, I'm glad you guys like this book. I love reading poetry from time to times. Abdul is extremely smart and knowledgeable, very well read, obviously very well spoken, and he's very brave to go read his poems in front of people all the time. I think it's very cool. And one day you'll get to meet him. We'll go to New York or he'll come here and he'll we'll come here. and we'll hang on out. Maybe he'll come here. I'll tell him we read his book and maybe he'll come visit. What do you think? So any last thoughts? Thank you, boys, for being here to hang out. Thank you, Diego. Declan, thanks for hanging out with us. No. And would you say the last thing we say at the end of our podcast? Diego, please take it from here. Bye. No. Stay. Stay healthy, (laughs) y'all. That's right. Stay healthy, y'all.